Hey, it's Candia Raquel, founder of Centro de Poder. Welcome to the Sensual Sessions, the place to sense your fire so you can share the flame. And today we have a very special guest. Here it's Lindsay Boham. She's a therapist turned money coach and founder of Money, Nuts and Balls. Welcome, Lindsay. Hi, Candia. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. So, Lindsay, um, we had a very exciting conversation, and I want to ask her more about what is money wellness? Mm, yes. So, so financial wellness is our relationship to money, first of all right? It's, it's how do we even feel about money in the first place? And then having our money actually working for us in our lives, right? So part of that idea will be kind of a certain number. Like, are you, do you have enough money to take care of your needs, right? Like there's a baseline where it's like, do you have enough money to be okay, right? To have somewhere to live, to be able to eat the food that you need to eat. But then there's also this whole other aspect of financial wellness, which is about your relationship to the money that you do have, right? Is your money contributing to your well-being, right? There to create security for you or to add pleasure into your life, right? Or to be able to expand your community. And these are all really important parts of being well that money allows us to do, but that also when we either have a really negative relationship to money or when money's practically not working for us so we don't have it, impacts our, our health and our wellness, both like physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Yeah, I, I subscribe to that notion. Mm, the relation that we have with money affects us in every level, not only like in the social, like, oh, I want to show off my car or I don't know, holidays. It affects mm -hmm. your mental well-being and also your your experience, your physical experience of, of yourself. So what do you notice that your clients uh, struggle with the most when it comes with money and the way they embody mm. this relation with yeah. you? What's the, their biggest challenge? Yeah. There are two pieces. I always think about two pieces whenever I think about money. I always think about the, the emotional piece and then the practical piece. So um, the people that I serve who are mostly women who are business owners, um, mostly in like mental health or health practices. And the first thing that they struggle with is just all these negative beliefs about money, right? So that's that, that money is bad, that they shouldn't be earning money, that they should be helping people for free, right? That like that helping is good and adding money in the mix like taints it. So they have all of this guilt and shame about either having money or wanting and needing money that makes it this very difficult relationship from the very beginning, especially when you're running a business and you need to set it up to get paid. Nobody else is, is going to make that happen for you. Yeah. Um, there's this very heavy weight that can come with money and an emotional part that a lot of my students who I work with, these therapists struggle with. That comes out of good place because they're very caring, loving people, and they want to be good people, and they think that money is bad. Yeah, and and it's a trap because then, like having this blockage against money, makes you like the victim of yourself, of your bad relation with money. And 
I can relate to that. And I, I've seen many colleagues struggle with money that we are so much into the helping that we forget to lead yes. with the example on that specific area of leading with the example of how you take care of mm. yourself financially. And also considering that your finances is an expression of the movement of your movement in your life. It's like an expression of your body, like saying that, um, mm. how do you take care of your health? Well, in the first place, you need to eat and you need, you need to a roof. And how can you ensure that you get food? Well, you go to a supermarket and how do you get that food from the supermarket? You pay for that food. So it's in very yes. intricate, the connection between body, health, and finances. And I, I don't know why Absolutely. we, we health and movement practitioners struggle with that aspect because it's very practical and it's quantitative. Like one plus one is two. Like <laughs> there's no confusion with money. It's yes. Like yes. Very, very factual and very palpative. So why, mm. where, do you, where do you think that comes from? Like, like where was that mm. like bad application installed in our mind? Was it school or? Yeah. Yes, maybe it has to do with women. It's so many places. Yes, absolutely. So that's the first thing that I think of is, you know, we're talking mostly about women. Um, and when you are raised as a woman, I think in a lot of ways, you are taught that your gifts and your talents and the things that you're good at, that those are not valuable, that those are things you just do for free right? You do for free for other people in your life. And often those of us in healing professions, yes. even before we became professionals and, you know, started doing these things for money, we were usually already doing these things for free, yes. right? You were already, if you were good at talking through emotions, you were already doing that for your friends when you were 13 years old, or if you're really physically capable, you were already helping other people with their bodies long before you were professional. So we learn that these things are not valuable, right? And we learn that these things are just things that people take from us. And we learn that we, we have to give those things that if you have this gift, you have to share it. And it's your kind of like your burden or obligation. So I think that's a, that's a big part of it. First of all, is gender and patriarchy yes. and devaluing these things because they're mm -hmm. things that women do, right? Like people who are like bankers don't question whether or not they should get paid well for being brilliant about finances yeah, or lawyers. because it's like very masculine and it's, you know, obviously it's valuable. Lawyers don't question that. Right. But it's in the healing professions, it's easy for us to undermine the value of what we're doing. And I think as women, we're always told to undervalue ourselves and our intelligence and our gifts and the values of what we do. So that's a big part of it. Yeah. But then there's other things in the mix too. I think there's, you know, religion, depending on your religious background yeah. or the religious yeah. kind of yeah. culture that you're around, you know, there's, there's a long history there of like, um, <laughs> my, my partner, um, is Peruvian. He, he grew up in Peru and came here as, uh, when he was in his early teens. And so he was raised with Catholicism and there's a lot of this, you know, giveaway, like, like folks who are attending church are supposed to give and, yes. and be generous and you, you give and you give. And it's like, and we found this thing the other day from my grandmother who was raised Christian. I come from a Christian background where it's like, those who give have all things. And we were laughing and he was saying like, what a convenient thing to keep people small and keep people down and keep them passing money up the chain. Right. Like it's, yeah. 
it's it's really steeped into the culture. And so that's another big factor. And I don't know if that's something, Kendia, yeah. that you would agree yeah. with or that I, you see or I, not. I, yeah. Well, yeah. Again, I relate 100% because I am Mexican. I still live in, in Mexico. And here mm -hmm. Catholicism has mm -hmm. like, like um, installed mindset of heaven is for the poor. So, so you can yes your own yes poor is good or, or yeah like you go yes. to heaven that that's for sure so you can imagine what will happen to the rich ones they go to hell they go, don't go to the yes. big state <laughs> they go right. straight and and then yes like like this double moral of well but i need to raise a family or i need to take care of a business or i need more money to get my message mm -hmm. out in the world and make a difference and I need money yes. for that, but then yes. I'm gonna go to hell, but still I find my way to do my thing and get the money and raise the children in good schools. Mm. And then comes guilt. So there, there's like, a, yes. then, then you become the big right. again of, of your own mindset of, of re regarding money. And I think that has a, a very, evident effect in in the flesh as in the experience of pleasure because what you yes. get with money is like your basic sustenance like your roof your food and if you have a, a oh, all of it yeah you can relax you feel safe and if you're if you are well fed yes. well, you, yes. you're healthy and and the first expression of health it's like a natural pleasure of being alive. So then also this like wedge mm. is introduced, this blockage that prevents yes. you from experiencing pleasure. So I want to ask you about how can you reverse that or, or how, how do you approach this yeah. embodiment of money and even this central embodiment of money towards or through pleasure? Like, like not only being okay with money, but yes. actually wanting money, desiring money, getting it, yes. welcoming, yes. integrating yes. and enjoying it. Yeah, totally. And I mean, as you're talking, something I think a lot about is about contraction and the physical contraction we get in our body when we are ashamed, when we're told to be small, that it's bad to take up space, right? And there is this real closing in. And that's what I see so many um, therapists and health practitioners who I work with, they come in with this like tightness, this physical tightness in their bodies and in their minds around money, right? That shows up also as anxiety and fear and shame and, and all of these things. And um, what I think ultimately we can all move towards is more of like an expansive relationship with money, right? Like an openness and part of what I do with people to help them start to move towards that is like, is to get your body online mm -hmm. as you are engaging with money, right? So often when we have like the shame or fear or stress around money, it's very um, cerebral. It's all in our head. Yes. You know, like we sit down to look at it and we get like, our face gets all tight yes, yes. and we're like focused in and you're not feeling what's happening in your body anymore. You're just like, kind of like all wound up. Yes, and yes, yes. it's a very, um, Sometimes it can be a very disembodied space or it's a very just like tight contracted space. Yeah, you're feeling that. And so something that I encourage people to do as a starting yeah. point. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. So part of what I teach people to do from the start is start to take care of yourself and be in your body while you start to work on money. If money is hard for you, if it's confusing, if you don't know how to do it, if it's stressful because you don't like what you see or you don't understand it, know that that's going to happen and start to actually set yourself up to be grounded and embodied and maybe experiencing some pleasure while you're starting to work on your finances and starting to look in your bank or start to explore bills or build a spreadsheet, like take care of yourself so you don't get up in your head, right? So that you get to be, because like real presence, um, Kendia, and this is my my therapist brain, is having both your brain and your body online at the same time, right? That's real presence. And so something that I talk about with people is how do you first start by setting up a space that is nurturing? right? Whatever that is for you. Some people, they know that when they work on money, they're going to shut down and collapse and feel overwhelmed. So before they work on their money, they have a dance party and they put on fun music that pumps them up and gets them excited and they move their body and they get that energy flowing in their body. So when they sit down, their body is in this active, alive state, and then they, you know, can start to work on something, right? Other people, they know they're going to get stressed, so they want to put soft things in their environment, like a nice, a nice warm drink that's comforting and a candle and some classical music, right? But it's thinking about what does your body need to keep you grounded and to be loving yourself, even yeah. as you're doing something that might be hard for you. Yes, yes. Yeah. I am ready to get to my Excel spreadsheet and check this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pleasurable because of the yes. way you need it. Yeah. That, that's what's all about. It's like really bringing the body as a way to say, like really bring your self into the thing of yes. relating with money. So it's not like money and the yes. IRS and the guilt and the loan and mm the credit card and yes i don't have enough like scarcity mentality but like like an open disposition totally. in every way and with every self first of all to to experience yes. reality like like the tangible reality mm. that finances and money express and relate to, to your yes. reality and the reality that you're building in the material world from this embodied place and it's fantastic like mm-hmm. like doing that first like getting yourself into the state and creating a safe environment for you to relate with that area of your life yes this is revolutionary Lindsay. thank you <laughs> this was like <laughs> the world really <laughs> yeah well because yeah, well, and part of it is I think I think women and and people who are non-binary, like people who who have not been told that we're important and have not been told that you know that we deserve to like make money for what we do. I think we especially need it um, because money is very powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's you know there's different ways to think about it. Like you can see it as like an exchange of energy. Like you have your energy and gift, and you exchange that for money, and then you can turn money into almost anything else, right? Like you have now turned your gift into this possibility of other things, right? And there's so much power in that, especially as you 
as you expand your impact and take up space, like when you have a gift and people are called to you and your gift, that brings money into your life, right? Because you are being authentic and people feel that from you and they need what you offer in the way that you offer it. And that brings money into your life and that money is power. And then you get to decide how to use that power. You can choose to spend it on, you know, really nice furniture, or you can choose to spend it on a boat. You could choose to spend it on starting a nonprofit in your community. You could do whatever you want, right? But it's like, part of it, I think, is starting to step into that expansiveness and groundedness and owning there's power here and I'm going to be present with it so that I can use that power to make my life better, whatever that means for you. It's so personal, but you get to tap into that once you you bring yourself fully online with money. Yes, yes, definitely. And it makes me think about pleasure. One of the biggest challenges on the experience of pleasure is actually receiving pleasure, welcoming pleasure. Like not Mm. not only intimate, like behind closed doors with your beloved, but like simply receiving pleasure of a frothy frappuccino and really being there and enjoying it. The frappuccino that you paid for with your hard earned money, like like completing the the cycle of desire and then satisfaction mm. and yeah to ask you how how do you work with with that point of closing the circle that is welcoming like receiving pleasure like how yeah how do you welcome the money earned because we also have the mindset of never enough you're not good enough and your money it's not enough yes. so, so yes. there are thousands of frustrated and unhappy miserable millionaires yes that cannot complete this uh-huh. so 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 they become so like, many. like hungry yes. ghosts yes like i cannot make flesh of totally. this money yeah. of this thing so yeah mm. what would you say how, how can we yes. uh also use yeah yes. to to make it essential experience and yes and feel and embody the pleasure of, of mm-hmm. earning it. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, what I think about is, you know, I, I said a minute ago that so much of the money is the potential. You're holding this potential in your hand. There's possibility, yeah. right? And so I think part of it is really being clear on what is the value of it for you? Like, what are your values? What are the things that feed you as a person? you know, whether it is about like embodied sensuality, whether it's about connection with others, like through, you know, I'm thinking about my own life right now, Kandia, it's like I, we have um, a large backyard. We live in downtown in a small city. It's a very desirable, beautiful place to be. And it's gotten very expensive to live here. And we have this beautiful space in the backyard. So something that I'm able to do with my money this summer from all the work that I've done is we're actually building a cottage in the backyard so somebody can live and share this space with us. So in doing that, I'm welcoming community into my life. I'm sharing this beautiful resource that I have that we're not really using, but I'm also creating something that will bring more money into my life and let me do more beautiful things, right? But the money is doing something in my life. It's not sitting somewhere. It's not kind of, because what I noticed is when we don't attach intention and vision and values to our money, as you say, it's this hungry ghost phenomenon where it's not, it's not going to give you satisfaction or pleasure or meaning in itself. Money is not meaningful in itself. 
money is possibility, mm-hmm. right? So it's about getting really clear on what feeds you as a person, what are your values, what nourishes you, and then making sure that your money is doing those things yes. in your life mm-hmm. and really savoring those things when they happen and realizing this, these are the gifts I have brought into my life. Mm-hmm. I, putting my gifts out in the world and turning into money, it's brought back all of this other goodness and really letting yourself receive that. Like I have goosebumps talking about this. Um, But that is, I think, where we complete the loop when we let our money actually live out its potential and don't don't have it be the end. It's not the end. It's not the end. Yeah, so it needs to fulfill the cycle. It needs to complete the cycle. Yeah, it completes the cycle. And ah, this is fascinating because it's welcoming the money, experiencing the pleasure, and not only staying like, okay, I have the money in my bank account or the frappuccino in my body, but like Mm -hmm. now it comes the moment of expressing creatively this this experience Mm -hmm. of money, of pleasure into something. So it's like, yes, you get money and you experience it and then you go create something that will also continue this loop of bringing you something. So it's yes, it's a yes money. It's very essential and expressive. Absolutely, and there is just this energy cycle, right? Because if I think yeah. even about that example of the frappuccino, it's like when you buy yourself that drink and you sit in a cafe and you let yourself enjoy it and you let your thoughts wander and you take things in you're also putting yourself into a state where your creativity is flowing, you're absorbing things and you are feeding your own ability to go and do your amazing work. You might have an incredible idea while you're having that cappuccino or that frappuccino, but that's, you know, it's, you are feeding yourself so that that energy can continue to flow from you. Right. Cause it's, it all goes around and around. It doesn't stop. There's no ending to it. And it expresses even in like, how does a healthy diet looks like? Like, yeah, the fruity frappuccino with whipped cream and MMs and everything, that's okay, that's healthy. If you take that energy, mm-hmm. then you go express and burn those calories in your work or even in the bedroom with a boyfriend mm-hmm. or writing a book or something like, like really welcome the, the energy, the experience and recycling into some expression. Yeah. And for that, it's fundamental yes. to have created this safe space that you mentioned earlier of, of setting yourself yes. with classical yes. music, a candle, a warm drink, if, if you feel it's going to be an, an experience that unsettles you, or maybe you need to, to arrive to, to your finances in a more energized way. So, so, so you, I don't know, yeah. Shakira or whomever you want and and then go to the yeah experience. whatever you want yeah a whole mindset yes yeah wonderful Lindsay what is yes. one exercise or one practice very small simple practical no brainer that you would like to share with with the essentialist with this audience so they they improve their relation with money and and enjoy it more mm-hmm. yes yes. Yes. And I think um, the one exercise that I would suggest is taking um, taking some money that you have, yeah. a small amount. Let's say, I mean, in, in I'm a Canadian, yeah. so it would be $10 is what I'm talking about. Kind of the amount that might buy you like a, a cookie and a drink, but take some small amount of money that doesn't seem like a lot even to you 
and think about what is the best thing that this money can do for me? And then consciously give yourself the experience of receiving whatever that is, whether that you buy yourself a little meal and you sit in the park and you absorb, you enjoy the meal and you absorb what's happening around you, or whether it's that you get a drink and you people watch because you love people. Think about what is the best way to use that money and let yourself really absorb that experience of how much even a small amount of money can do for you when you are mindful and present with the experience. So often I think, Kendia, we we fly through life, especially if we are achievers or we're workaholics and we're focused on all these things and we're in our heads all the time and we're not in our bodies. We miss the rewards that we're reaping through the work we're doing. We're not even getting the reward of what we're doing because we're so disembodied and we're so focused on you know, whatever it is that we're chasing often, which is a place that we never arrive. There's, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. Life is now. now. And so that's my small exercise is take a small amount of money, think about what you want it to bring into your life, and then let yourself just really absorb and experience whatever that is. And let yourself notice that that is come to you through you putting energy out into the world. You've been able to bring this beautiful experience into your life. Wonderful. Wonderful. This is such a gift. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Now, tell us how can... Thank you. Yeah. How can we all know more about your work? How can can we find your doing? Yes. We get a, an appointment, learn more with you. Yes. So um, Instagram is a great place to follow us. Um, so it's money, nuts, and bolts. All words, all spelled out. Money, nuts, and bolts is our Instagram Um from there, I have uh, a podcast, which is podcast posts. I have the Money Skills for Therapists podcast, um, which is more catered to um, mental health therapists and practitioners and coaches. But also, I have a friend who uh, is a business owner who listens to it. So it certainly applies. Um, but those are kind of the two places to just be able to get into my world and absorb more about what we're doing. Wonderful. Go follow Lindsay at Instagram and listen to her podcast and thank you so much Lindsay it's been a pleasure to have you here at the Sensual Sessions yeah yeah and thank thank you you. so much yeah it's been a great experience and thank you Sensualist and remember to take the time to sense your fire so you can share the flame if you haven't already come to centrodepoder.com and subscribe to the Sensual emails to get the Sensual Sessions delivered every week to your email. See you next time.